balancing the scales. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Balancing the Scale with O and V. We are so excited about being back here today. We're sipping our tea. Um, I got a little bit of a cold, so my voice may sound a little raspy um, initially. But nevertheless, let's pay some bills. First of all, we just want to let you know that we appreciate you for jumping in. Uh, we're very grateful for your experiences while here on the planet. Your your existence is very important, and every single moment of your life means something. Uh, there is no moment uh, within your life that is not valuable to your existence, not just for yourself, but to everyone that's close to you, family, friends, co-workers, colleagues, uh, classmates. You're very valuable. You're very important. So thank you and much love to you. So, V, mm. we have an interesting topic today. And um, I know I may not sound like, oh, my God, I'm so excited about this topic because it's one of those kind of topics that that uh, you know people like to say you don't touch with like what a ten foot pole. So uh, today's topic, well, this one in politics. So I think I just gave it away. So today we're gonna be talking about the pros and cons to religion. To religion or leaving religion? I would say we can say leaving religion because we technically left religion. Right? Yes. Or is it too religion? I don't I don't know. This is going to be... I'm going to get a lot of phone calls about this one. Well, I get a lot of phone calls anyway, so I'm just living at this point. Mm, go ahead and start it then. So anyways, um, yeah, we have an interesting one. The pros and cons to religion. We'll just say to religion. Um, we wrote down a list of things. Well, we're going we're gonna to try not to be too long on this subject matter because... Religion and politics are one of those things where, you know, it's really about the mental state of the individual and, you know, the things that they hold true to themselves, their values, their core values and different things like that. Right. So um, without further ado, since my beautiful host, a.k.a. my wife, is joining me on this subject matter, Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask her to start us off with either her pros or cons, whatever she's like, and then I will joining on the festivities well i think that first to be clear this is not a pros or cons to believing in god or to god or anything about god Mm -hmm. this is a pros and cons to religion um and so i i have a couple of pros um i'll start with saying that i think that religion provides a space for like-minded people to gather. And I think that there's a lot of power in people coming together for a certain cause um, with a certain mindset and um, or faith. And people that do this um, can accomplish really great things. And I think that religion provides a space for people to be able to do that routinely. Um, and so I think that that's a really strong pro. Hmm. Well, actually, that's interesting because I actually have that as one of my cons to religion. Um, I think that, and I kind of have it wrote down here, I said that it intends, uh, it intrudes on true morality, um, which means that I feel that religion sometimes causes people to not truly think about why they're morally doing the thing. Because they're trying to base it on whether or not they're being good or bad in that moment instead of just, oh, this is just the right thing to do. So it's not necessarily something that they're just acting on 
uh, on behalf of their natural instincts. Because a lot of times, if you if you look at religions throughout history and overall, you know they will they will do a thing based on their faith, not necessarily because it is intended to be righteous or righteous naturally. So that's why I mark it down as one of Wait, my Wait, but I'm confused. So you're saying that religion makes people not do things that are right or good. Instead, they do things that, that, that support their faith. So, for example, let's say an extremist person says that I'm supposed to kill you because you don't believe in the faith that I believe. And so in, in that way, religion is not really guiding that person towards morality, but really guiding them towards you have to justify whatever you got to do just to support your own faith. That's what you're saying? Right, basically. you know. And but does religion do that or does or do fanatics do that? Like people well, who mean, are extreme? Well, remember, we're not, we're not basing it on God, the construct of a creator. We're basing it on religion within itself. Uh, because religion within itself, to me, is is a box that people place their consciousness in or themselves in, which brings me to my second con, actually. Uh, it's it's literally a, a box of bondage. It binds your mind um, to basically one form or expression of spirituality uh, within yourself. So therefore, if it's confining you to this box, then a person who acts in that way, like, you know, do extreme things, they may say, praise God or praise Allah, or, praise Jesus. You know, they deserve that because I've literally had people tell me because I don't think like them that they want to fight me and it's for God. I've literally had people come to my page and tell me that, you know, these are these are God's people standing up to rebuke you. In reality, they, they attacked me because I didn't share the same sentiments as them, but they cannot see that that is a box or a religious to me a religious box that they've confined their consciousness in it's, it's not like I was necessarily going at them and attack it was an expression of what I what I've encountered and what I've studied you know throughout my my years of religiosity so I can agree that that's one of my biggest cons that it does confine all the ways that you could possibly express your faith um, to a certain set of practices and things that are more traditional than anything else. And so I do think that people um, who would like to burn sage or who would like to have crystals or who would like to meditate sometimes can't do that under certain religious um, branches because that's looked at as like, oh, that's weird or that's witchcraft or that's voodoo when really if we had a more open mind um, about just like this is a place where you explore your faith, but you can also explore outside of this. Um, yeah, I think people would be a little bit more free. So I agree. I think that's one of my biggest cons about um, religion. But another pro I would have to say is the music. Yeah, that was one of my pros, actually. Um, I would say that one of the things that I miss the most is the music. Okay. And when I say the music, it's the music of just the church itself. Uh, not that religion has defined music, because religion and music are two separate things. It's just that within the confinements of religion, we just so happen happen to discover this, this bountiful, bountiful crea- creation called music. And music was long before religion, you know, or or uh, Christianity or whatever, or any form of religion was out there. But, you know, it's something about that 
that uh that form of music that has like a certain attachment to me and i think it's because i have like an emotional connection to it since i was a kid but it has birthed so many different musicians out there uh who who grew up in a religious home and then they just kind of began to expand themselves once they realized oh it's not about being in the box of religion it's about understanding the art of music overall okay um, and I agree with all of that. I think that music is one of the things that I miss the most about not going to church reg- regularly anymore. Um, because I really do think it evokes a lot of emotions that you sometimes need help tapping into and help like getting it out, expressing it. Um, another pro, I would say that religion provides routine, which can seem like a con, but I think that you need a bit of routine um, to help you establish a pattern that's going to strengthen your faith in time or overall so i think that you need a space that you can attend to whether that is at your home or whatever the case may be at a person's house that you guys gather but you need a space that happens perhaps weekly where you can go and talk about your faith and talk about you know ways that it's being challenged or ways in which it's growing and i think that when and i have experienced this with us not going to church regularly that you don't really have that space and it's very difficult sometimes to create that space consistently in your life and um people such as children i think benefit a lot from routine and habits that going to church helps establish because they have a place where they learn about god every single week versus having to carve that space out in your um in your daily life i think that that can be difficult well i mean i think that's just the case i mean yeah you you hit the nail on the head when you said that it's difficult to carve out a space of your own because it's something that has not been explored that goes back to my first point when I say it sometimes kind of it's it literally means to bind. If you look at the root word uh, of the word religion um, in the Latin sense, it means to bind. And like, you know, it kind of binds people's minds a bit as it relates to, uh, you know, trying to expand the ex- their expressive uh, spirituality or express themselves spiritually. So when you say that a lot of times kids need that sort of structure, um, I would I would agree with you that kids do need a structure. But I think that the structure comes from within the, the parents, just their everyday life and how they're how they're going about you know, uh, life and how they're treating people, the love that they're showing to people. I think in that sense, they learn that structure. And um, also, I think that uh, over time, uh, yeah, it is a challenge initially. But if you if you're really willing, then, you know, you will develop what you need um, in order to create uh, a spiritual, a spiritual space in your home. I and I think that I'm sorry. I did. I do think that both the, that what I said can be both a pro and a con as I think about it because it is a pro as in it. It does establish a place that you can go to, and it kind of does the homework for you. Um, and in that sense, it is a con because instead of you extending yourself and really working hard to make sure that you're establishing a place in your in your uh, time in your week or time in your day to dedicate to the strengthening of your faith and teaching your children about that you just let that happen you just let the pastor take care of that for you so you don't spend your week um you know working the lesson that you're going to give your kids you don't spend the week trying to break down the little verse that you're going to teach them or whatever Mm -hmm. instead you put that responsibility on the pastor and on the church and you just show up and like you receive all the all the information you don't ever take part in the um the exploring of the text yourself or of the of the faith and so um i think that that can limit you and limit your understanding of what you say that you believe in 
Yeah, that's big time. Actually, that that that's gonna bring me to my next uh, my next con. Actually, um, one of the things that I feel religion is it is like a drug. Mm-hmm. It's like a drug. You, you excuse me. You claim you want this structure and and different things like that, but I mean it's it's really it's real do like a drug, and people go there to get high for a moment, right? At the heightened points of the service. Um, or the Bible study or wherever and they get their hit and then in three days they're ready to go back so in essence you go on Sunday you get your high um, you go back again on Tuesday or Wednesday but what if there's people that say I don't get my high I just really like learning about God and so I go three times a week because I really want to learn about God I'm not getting no high off of this well I mean why do you want to learn about God what are you seeking I'm seeking to understand my purpose in life and why I'm here Okay, and that's fine. So if, if you're seeking that you, you want to understand your purpose in life, can you seek and under, to understand your purpose in life without being within religion? Is that something you can find outside of religion? I can, but I choose to do it with like, okay, the Bible's really complex. The Quran is really complex. They, these are books that have a lot of universal truths. These are mm-hmm. books that have a lot of um, misconceptions. And so I need help dissecting that book because I don't really, um, I don't really understand it all the time. So I go to church so that the pastor and that the fellow worshipers can help me understand and learn more about my faith. And see, here's I'm glad she brought that up because the beautiful thing about to me about being outside of the walls of religion is I can totally understand her point. And I would tell her she should continue to go. I'm totally open to that because it's helping this individual. Um, I feel like if I was in religion or if I was competitive or if I was in a box of religion, I would try to tell her why she shouldn't keep going and just, just kind of spin myself into a loop-de-loop. Because a lot of times, to me, um, when you look at religion, it does that a lot. You know, it has many different dimensions of expressions within itself. So it expresses itself through many different layers. So, and I'm, I've been, I've been a part of that. I've been, uh, what do you, what am I looking for? When you, a victim. I've been a victim mm-hmm. of that, where I'll leave one expression of religion, and then I'll go into another expression of religion, not realizing that it's still religion. And I think that I'm getting closer to God when really I'm just trying to fill a hole that was there before. Um, and then I realized like, wow, I think I really need to start peeling back the layers of this thing and then realize that, okay, I get it. And so therefore, what do you get? I, I get that my, my spiritual experiences are not capped by what I see physically in front of me. There's more and it's okay to express that. It's okay to say that there's more and that I don't have all the answers. Uh, to get to the point to where you realize you don't have all the answers, uh, it, it's I just it's like it's trying to understand everything. Ahead. Basically, what I'm saying is scientifically, right now my brain can only understand certain things. And I remember when I was younger, I had this this itch to just want to know more and more and more about God, and that's what kind of led me to where I am today. Honestly, my thirst for God because uh, I realized that. As I study and as I, it was like I would go from one point to the next point to the next point, and it just keeps going. It keeps going, you know, because it's so layered. It's so many layers to it, you know. Uh, you have to get to the point where you realize, like, hey, you know, I don't have all the answers, but this is what I do know, and um, I'm okay with what you say you know, and I don't have to enter into this this energy of argument with you back mm-hmm. and forth. It's a drain of energy. 
a lot of people that are going to see this are going to say, oh, they've been hurt by religion so much. They've been hurt by the church. Come to my church. and my church, we don't my hurt church. people. At my church, we're not going to force you to serve at my church. So what do you say to people who are going to look at this video and say, oh, you know, I, they just must have had a really bad experience at their last church. Yeah, you know, I've had quite a few bad experiences, and I think bad experiences are a part of life, but you should visit my church. Call me before you come here. <laughs> it's called Bedside Ministries. <laughs> Stop, that's not nice. <laughs> no, no. Let me tell you something. I, I, let, me, let me pro the religion. I, I'd rather be in church than be watching somebody's football game on Sunday. I I'd rather be, be at church than be watching the Saints. I hear you. I like the Saints. I enjoy them. And there's a lot of people that go to church that leave to go watch the Saints. Who that baby? Or, or I any, like the Saints. Any, I'm not any, saying that I don't, but I'm saying that other football team, it, for that matter. I'm just saying that if you can, if there's seven days out of the week and five of them you're at work and one of them you're probably running errands or trying to chill with the family, blah blah. blah one of them should be dedicated to doing something spiritual. And why can't that be going to church? Why can't that be a life support group? It can be a life support group, but I feel like you're very anti-people going to church. I'm not. I just said that if you want to go to church. Okay, so this, let, let me explain myself, okay? I think you're reaching a little bit. but I'm not okay. reaching. I'm just saying. All right, so the lady came to me and said, oh, you guys have been hurt by church. You should come to my church. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been hurt a lot in my life. Uh, not necessarily by just church, but by people, period. And the people make up the church. But, um, you know, I was sarcastic when I said, oh, you should come to my church. I obviously wouldn't say that to her. But um, I've literally let, you know, some faiths come knock on my door and tell me about their faith. And I listened to everything that they had to say. And it's because they had their kids there and they were teaching their kids about you know, the faith. And so I just listened and I was like, wow, thank you for the information. And I shut the door. I wasn't, a, you know, a douche about it because I realized that that's, that's the, that's the, the space that they're in right now. And so you have to be okay with that because they're, they're human, just like I'm human. So I'm not telling you that, you know, just because I don't have a form of religion that you shouldn't have a form of religion either. Because remember, it's many layers to religion. I could still be in religion and just not see it. Maybe three years down the road, I'll go back and listen to this and be like, man, I've grown so much since then, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> it keeps going. Happens. It keeps going, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think I think that's about I think that's about it on my part. Yeah. So if I had to if I had to share or leave you with anything in closing remarks, I would say that, uh, you know, pros and cons to life overall are based on the individual's experiences in life. And I think that when you look at religion, mm-hmm. I can pull pros out of religion. I can pull cons out of religion because religion is just another aspect of life. It's another form of a spiritual energy trying to express itself through mankind. Um, God has no personality uh, outside except except in man and as man. And as we go through the, the uh, waves of time, I feel that we'll constantly evolve in that way. And my two cents would be that I think religion provides a place for you to express your faith. And I think that that's a good thing. And I think that that's sometimes a necessary thing for some people. But I think that it is arrogant of us to think that we can, one religion got it right across the board. I think it's very arrogant to think that one group of people received the absolute truth from God and that everyone else in the world that's not part of that particular religion is wrong. 
I think it is perhaps more humble to say that you believe that your religion has a lot of truths that have worked for your life and for your experiences and that you can, that you are perhaps open to other truths or other beliefs that are out there, um, but you're not desperately seeking those out right now because the, the, the religion and the faith that you have followed has kept you in a place that you're comfortable and that you feel um, most understood and most um, loved. And so I think that if we approached it from a place of I have a truth and there may be other truths out there, you perhaps could be a little bit more kind to your fellow man than to say I have the absolute truth and you're going to burn an eternal hell Mm -hmm. because you don't have the truth that I have. Great words. So, you guys, that's our two cents. Oh, by the way, I don't think religion and faith are the same. I think they're two different things. No, I think faith is what you believe and religion is how you express it. Yeah, yeah, okay. We're on the same page. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so uh, this has been your boy O and B. And we appreciate you guys for listening in. Hey, but you know what? This is just our opinions. So why don't you comment down below and let us know what you think about what we had to say today. I know we'll have some probably intriguing comments this week. Just leave me out of them. Uh, Yeah. I believe in whatever you believe in. I'm Uh, on your side. Commentators. Yeah. So, yeah. um, Comment down below. Let us know your thoughts. And uh, I'll definitely read them. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram at underscore balance in the scale. You can follow us on Facebook at balance the scale all together. And then you can also search for us on YouTube to get the actual live video content at the official reload. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Peace, grand love to you, and we're out.